0: And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from Winnie Kendall, who writes to us all the way from the Onaran Plains in the Dragon Isles. And they write, Greetings, Tash I am a long-time listener, first-time writer. Well, thank you, Winnie. I'm writing to ask you a question about something me and my comrades have been talking about over the evening fires almost since we got to the Dragon Isles. Okay. When this first started, we were all happy about the dragons returning to the isles. Seems like things were better in the past when the Aspects were around, so we were glad to see them back. But now it seems as if there is more to the story, and some of us think there may be two sides to it. Well, there usually is. One that we all know something about and one that we don't. I'm just a humble adventurer, a foot soldier in this campaign. But I see things and I hear things. And I wonder about things like the Titans and the old gods. And if we are doing the right thing here. You are an educated person, Tashi. (laughs) Well, I guess, yeah, after a fashion. What's your take on all this meddling in the affairs of dragons? Respectfully, Winnie Kendall, First Expeditionary Force, Dragon Isles. Well, Winnie, what a great and thought-provoking letter. And you know, this very topic came up at a recent family dinner and resulted in quite a lively discussion. My great-uncle Gildor Mifuni said, Tosh, you should never meddle in the affairs of dragons, for they are subtle and quick to anger. (laughs) To which one of my other uncles laughed and said, that's right, but you should always be kind to dragons Because you are crunchy when roasted and taste good with 100-year soy sauce. Funny guys, my uncles. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In local news, the half Chamber of Commerce has called a special session to address a growing crisis both here in the village and throughout the Valley of the Four Winds. Farmers, merchants, and service providers in Half Hill and elsewhere in the valley have been experiencing a significant and devastating drop-off in business since the beginning of the Troubles in the Dragon Isles. Adventurers are no longer seen as frequently in the valley, craftspersons have moved on to the Dragon Isles in search of new and exotic materials, and the labor pool has shrunk as many young Pandarans are choosing to seek adventure beyond Pandaria. Some merchants are worried about how long they'll be able to keep their doors open, and farmers are reducing production due to a drop in demand, which is causing a rise in prices for local shoppers. The Halfhill Report will continue to monitor this story and provide more information as it becomes available. In a related story, the Red Crane Society held a rally outside the Lazy Turnip this past week to protest what they described as yet another war of foreign intervention. Exhorting fellow members of the society, along with a few curious onlookers, Iree Freeflower Ironchin, wife of our very own sports reporter Jeanne, stated, Yet again our fellow Pandarans are being seduced away from hearth and home by the promise of adventure and riches in the name of protecting Azeroth against a dubious threat in a far-off land that will likely come to nothing. Hmm. The news is brought to you in part by the Red Crane Society, who remind us all that we're all in this together. Hey folks, you know who's always looking out for the interests of our local community? The fine vendors of Half Hill Market. Despite the pressures of the current economy, you'll still find the best selection of locally sourced goods at competitive prices when you shop, at Half Hill Market for all your farm, garden, and kitchen needs. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round, a world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time for Dwarven Dispatches with Eamon Wet Branch, brought to you by Nessingwery Safari. This week, Eamon is continuing his field reporting from the Dragon Isles. Eamon, over to you. Hello, lad, and greetings from Camp Antonitis in the Dragon Isles. Well, I've a mixed bag of news for you this week. The good news is that I was finally able to get out of my contract with the Artisans Consortium. So, I'm no longer tied down to making Boots at the Wingrest Embassy, and am able to get out and see more of the Dragon Isles. And when I did you won't believe what happened. I ran into a dear old friend. I had linked up with a few other irregulars from the expeditionary force, and we had worked our way to the Azure Span. We were just coming into Camp Antonidas when an old dwarf driving a two-horse cart came riding past on the road. I called out a, Well met, and how are you, which is appropriate when meeting a fellow dwarf out in the world. He laughed and said, To think I should live to be well meted by Eamon Wetbranch. The voice sounded familiar, and I stopped and looked hard, and it was none other than my old boss, Hemet Nessingwary. I, I could hardly believe it. I jumped up on the cart and hugged him, and asked him what he was doing here, and why he was driving a cart. And lad, what he told me almost broke my heart. He's retired from the hunt in the game saying his eyes and legs aren't just up to it anymore, and is running this cart taking adventurers around the azure span and encouraging them to take down troublesome beasts in the area. Oh, and he reunited with his son, Junior, who is working with the Dragonscale expedition out of camp nowhere. This was good to hear because, you know, they had drifted apart after Hemet's wife passed on. So now Hemet drives the cart, and he tells me he's working on a book called unmovable beast. The life and times of Azeroth's greatest hunter. And wouldn't you know it, it's about his son, not him. Ah, Emmett's a great man. Keep the home fires burning, lad. Thanks, Eamon. Huh. So Emmett's retired. Well, I guess that explains why I hadn't gotten any sponsor payments from Nessunwari Safari in a while. I guess I'll need to look for another sponsor for Amon. Checking the Azeroth calendar, well, it's a quiet few weeks here in Azeroth. The Dark Moon Fair has wrapped up for the month, but in just a couple of weeks, the Druids of Moonglade will kick off the Lunar Festival, Azeroth's annual recognition and celebration of the wisdom and valor of Azeroth's honored elders. So make your plans to travel to Moonglade, Nighthaven, or your favorite capital city, for this two-week celebration. It's time once again for our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmik. Velmik, welcome back to half and it's nice to have you back in the studio. How are you, my friend? Hey there, to- ta- Hang on. Did you just introduce this as The Inside Story? Well, um, yeah, Tosh, you know I don't do in-reviews anymore, right? But, you know, last week you said you'd think about it. Okay, think about it, yes. But do them? Well, this is awkward. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I am going to do in-review today. Oh, phew, you you had me worried there. (laughs) You should have seen your face. Okay, okay, you got me. So, what inn are you going to review for us today? So, today I am going to review what is probably nicest inn for all of Isles, The roasted ram in Valdraken. Wow, so you're starting at the top then. Isn't that going to put the other inns at a disadvantage? How do you mean? Well, you know, they're just maybe not going to be as good by comparison. Come on, Tash, I've been doing this long time. I think I can be fair and am judging each inn on its own. Fair enough? So, tell us about the roasted ram. Okay, so, I am going to roasted ram for to meet the Mises and Tilly who are part of forces that are battling Primalists and Razageth's forces in Vault of Incarnates. But, you know, everyone needs a break now and then, so they were taking little R&R in Valdraken and invited me to come see them. And I am so glad I did. I would imagine so. It's been a while since you've seen them, right? Oh, sure, that's good reason to. But Valdraken is a beautiful, bustling place, and Rostedran Inn is one of the nicest inns I have ever seen. Okay... But, of course, yes, it was nice to see Demesis and Tilly, and they seemed very happy. Happy? But, I mean, you said they were fighting the, uh, what is it, the Principles and Razagrathmatron, whatever. Primalist and Razageth, yes, but they tell me that these are at least familiar enemies they can understand. Ugh, not like that mess they dealt with in Shadowlands, Uh wow. Anyway, like I am saying, Rosted Ram is located in Heart of Valdraken and is one of biggest major cities in Dragon Isles. This is where Alextraza and the other dragon aspects have their seat of governance. But besides that, there is everything here you could want or need. Besides the normal merchant and artisans market, there are beautiful gardens for each Dragonflight, a wonderful library, and even a daycare center. What's a daycare center? It's sort of a temporary orphanage. Okay, but back to roasted ram. The main room on first floor is spacious and well-decorated with large bar and many tables. Kitchen area is open to room, but is very nice looking and adds to warmth of place. Innkeeper Tithris keeps a fine place with excellent local food. I had the seasoned Hornswog steak with the Azure Le wine. Expensive meal, but worth it. They must have a wonderful chef. Oh, they do. Head chef is Erugosa, who I thought was Panderin. But it's actually only a dragon who appears Pandaren. Anyway, she supervises kitchen from in front of large open flame oven. She is also cooking trainer. Very nice. Oh, that reminds me. I bring you gifts that I brought from her. Here. Oh, Velmec, thank you. Let's see what we got here. Oh, nice. A new knife and fork set. They're beautiful. Thank you, Velmek. Use them in good health, Tosh. Anyway, so many interesting locals there. Like, uh, oh, Kitror, an enormous draconid who wanders around roasted ram. Tosh, let me tell you, he is easily twice as big as you and very fierce looking. I asked Tilly if that was Bouncer. She told me no, he is waiter, and called him over for menu. Oh, and what a menu he had. You know the whole first page was nothing but different fruit? And there is Draconid Harpist Locana, who is playing very nice music for visitors and diners. That all sounds just lovely. What about the accommodations? Oh, those are just as nice. Upstairs, there are three large lovely beds, not very private, but very comfortable. There is a reading nook with many books and a hookah near window with nice view out onto main square. Whole place is beautifully decorated, just like main room. You know, Velmek, this may be the most glowing review I've ever heard you give. Well, it's a great place. Though I must tell you about interesting conversation with one of locals who seemed to have some grievances with how things are going on Dragon Isles. It seems like she was one of dragonspawn defenders of dragon before return of the dragon aspects and felt like they hadn't really benefited from that. You know, she even asked whether we had also been turned out of our homes by the return of the masters. What? I know, right? Makes you think. Anyway, she wouldn't say anything else about it, but both Demesis and Tilly looked very concerned about this. Well, other than that, the whole place sounds just great. Oh, wait, I'm not done yet. There is a secret inn within an inn. Wait, what? Yes. In back corner of main room, there is dragon statue in front of door. And if you show this statue proper respect, you get into whole new place called the Dragon's Horde. Now, honestly, this is more of a dance club than inn, but the bartender there, named Kritha, has a very limited but very exclusive menu. Only four items, but all very high-end, including Emerald Dreamtime Tea for 50 gold per cup. Oh, my Celestials, 50 gold? Did you have any? Oh, yes, Demesis and Tilly insisted. Apparently, Dragon Isles has been very good for them, gold-wise. I've got to ask, what does a 50-gold cup of tea taste like? Eh, I don't actually remember. As near as I can recall, it was like, um, having your brain smashed in by a slice of lemon wrapped around a large gold brick. Well, that sounds... Awful. I I can't imagine this place does very well. And you would imagine wrong. From looks of giant piles of gold scattered around the place, I think they do very well. Huh. Interesting. But were there any other surprises? Not that we found. But you never know what else might be there. Amazing. So, how many crystals are you giving the roasted ram in Valdraken. No, no, I am going to do in reviews, but I am not going to give crystal ratings anymore. I am just going to say this is wonderful in, and well worth the visit. Well, there you have it, folks. If you're traveling to Valdraken, the roasted ram and the Dragon's Horde are the place to be. So, where to next week, Velmek? Next week, I will be going back to Waking Shores and reviewing at least one of the inns there. We'll look forward to hearing about it. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. Tosh, see you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time your travels take you through Pandaria, drop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, remember to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week, folks. And be sure to tune in later this week for Azeroth's newest breakout hit, Abbey. Listen into the adventures of Azeroth's favorite goth girl as she solves mysteries and generally creeps everyone out. See you next week, and remember, make your own turnip. You can find us on Twitter at Halfhill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.